This is The Space Shot, episode 179 for November 9th, 2017. Apollo 4 and a travel day. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. The first launch of the colossal Saturn V rocket took place on this day in 1967. The Apollo 4 mission was launched atop this rocket, and it was the first time that there was an all-up test of the new Saturn V. The unmanned all-up test meant that the Saturn V was flying in a configuration that it would be in had there been humans on board the rocket. The risks of all-up testing were outweighed by the practical needs of the Apollo program and the fact that all-up testing gave scientists and engineers the ability to fully test the entire rocket, not just parts of it. The all-up testing meant that the command service module wasn't just a boilerplate, it had a camera in it that was able to take pictures of Earth. This flight also ensured that the Apollo heat shield worked, which was especially critical since the crew capsule would be re-entering Earth's atmosphere at around 25,000 miles per hour after a mission to the moon. The first flight of the Saturn V was an impressive technical achievement. It was also quite the spectacle, since the rocket made an incredible amount of noise at launch, startling onlookers with a prodigious roar, and vibrations that were the byproduct of about 7.5 million pounds of thrust. Looking back, it's crazy to think that it has now been 50 years since the first launch of the Saturn V. The fact that the Saturn V still remains the most powerful rocket ever flown, even after 50 years, is a testament to the incredible work that was done on that rocket. Rockets like Blue Origin's New Glenn, the SpaceX Big Falcon rocket, and the Space Launch System are the next generation of super heavy lift rockets, but their flights are still years away at best. Now for a quick travel update. Today I got to see the Space Shuttle Endeavour, and it was awesome to be able to check that off of my space bucket list. I also spent some time at the California Science Center and saw the Apollo Soyuz test project capsule, as well as the Gemini 11 capsule that Richard Gordon flew in. There was a memorial wreath next to his Gemini capsule, which was a touching gesture that many people stopped to look at while I was there. The last orbiter that I need to see is Discovery, so at some point I'm going to have to travel to the National Air and Space Museum outside of D.C. Tomorrow I'm headed to the Griffith Observatory, and I'm also going to see the Falcon 9 that's on display outside of the SpaceX headquarters. This evening I was able to watch the sunset at Venice Beach, and it was a great way to wind down a bit. It was nice just to sit there and watch the ocean, and listen to the surf for a little while. It was a good way to clear my head a little bit. I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you to everyone that follows the podcast. It means a lot to me. Oh, and one more thing. This is a silly anniversary to celebrate, but I've now done more podcast episodes than there are episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm not going to lie, that made me laugh a little bit when I looked at their episode count. Since you're here, why don't you let me know what you think of the podcast by leaving a review in iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, 
You can find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.